Roja with Clara, the managing partner of Branders, a branding, communication, and design studio. Hi, Clara. Thank you very much for joining. Thank How you are you today? Me. I'm very good. Thank you very nice, much. Nice, nice. Ready to help you crack the entrepreneurship. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, let's get into it then. Tell okay. us a little bit about your business. So, as you rightfully put, before Branders is a branding, communications, and design studio. Mm -hmm. So we operate in creative industry. So we work with small and big uh, companies in Cambodia. So everything from mom and pop shops to huge brands such as Starbucks. And we help them solve their communication challenges. Uh, meaning that we like to think we have a rich and good tool bag of, of different creative tools that we use to just simply help our clients with marketing, communications, mm -hmm. advertising. Um, so we develop brand identities, we design all kinds of things, we illustrate, we animate, we um, strategize marketing and communication plans, um, we then obviously help our clients execute on that. Nice. So what about, what about you? What's your profile? Cool. It's a, it's a complex question because I don't think I have a very like, um, defined background. I've always operated, um, I've always been working in and around marketing, so that has always been a big part of what I was doing. Um, my work has also always been very people-centric, people-focused, so um, leadership, management and so forth were always like big areas for me. Mm -hmm. um, already at the university I started working with ISEC, which is a student-run association that uh, helps young people find their vision and develop their leadership skills. Um, so I was doing a lot of marketing and communications for, for ISEC. Um, later on I was working in, in IT um, with like mobile apps and so forth, marketing that, uh, launching different fun apps all around Asia. Um, so yeah, it's always been that, but it's also always been creating. I always liked building things from scratch and creating something from nothing. So. Mm -hmm and just using people's creativity and their talents to do that. So that's where my passion lies, I suppose. Excellent. So how long have you been an entrepreneur for? I would say almost my entire professional career, pretty much. I, I have been working for, for different companies, obviously, because I always understood that it's important to learn from other people and to find ways to, to develop your skills. but. Yeah, I think almost my entire career, so that would be like now well over 10 years actually. Wow. Yeah. So, I'm curious, when, when did you know that you would be an entrepreneur? I've always known that. Really? Like, I've literally always known that. Maybe in primary school, I still had <laughs> these naive dreams of being a lawyer or something. Yeah. But I think since I started high school, I already understood very well that I wanted, like, that was always my, like, I want to do my own thing. Okay. And the kind of the journey was very interesting because obviously when you're younger and more naive, like, you just have these ideas, I want to do my own thing. And only later on, you understand that that own thing needs to come from passion and needs mm -hmm. to come from, from a place of you know, meaning and knowing what you're good at and knowing what you can really put out there, what you can develop and create. So it has to come from passion. So that bit came a little later, but I always understood that I want to work on my own projects. And I would tell that to my parents like early on, I will never work for people, for other people like you do and so forth. So, yeah. <laughs> How did they take that? <laughs> Well, very well, actually. <laughs> they were luckily very supportive because yeah. they were always saying, yep, you shouldn't, so <laughs> go fly, right? 
So I was very lucky to always, um, like I always had this like really, really strong support system. So nice. it was easy to create and try and play with different things and so forth. So you mentioned an important word, passion. And yeah. it's a word that is really important for me too. So what are you passionate about? Is that the design, the communication, the branding? Or was that something different at the beginning? Um, I, I'm definitely passionate about design. Not mm -hmm. only uh, design that's like graphic design, hugely, hugely like connected with marketing communications. I like design in general. I like mm -hmm. fashion. I like product design. Um, I love, for example, furniture and interior design. It's something I really like to do, like as a hobby and, and so forth. So that has always been something I was really into. But um, where my passion really lies, I think it's mostly, um, I'm really passionate about understanding how people respond to design, how people respond to different messages, what drives them, mm -hmm. um, what like, emotion different things brings out in people. Um, people on both sides of the, the business, like people we're talking to, uh, people we're selling things to, marketing things to at the end of the day, but I'm also really curious about how our design team approaches those design challenges and addresses different issues and, and like questions through design. Um, so yeah, that's, that's always been very, very interesting to me. But I think really my passion is like people and how they use different services, different products, and, and then how can we understand that better and use that better in our everyday work. Okay, so how do you, how do you translate that passion for people into your daily work? Well, here's one thing about passion though yeah. that I have to say. People always tend to think that if you found your passion, that then everything is just gonna be amazing and your everyday is gonna be like sunshine and, and you know, lollipops. But um, I really um, I really think we should start understanding passion as like, yes, it's something that drives you, but it's also something that should make you work very hard for what mm -hmm. you actually want to do and achieve. You have to drudge through the drudgery, you have to go through like ups and downs, but at the end of the day, if you understand that you're operating around something you really like, then also those uh, days of like hard work and frustration and everything else are kind of worth it, right? So I don't want to make it sound like when you find your passion, it's all just amazing. It's not. It's still it's still a hard work. Right? It's true. It is. It is. It is <laughs> very true. I agree. I agree with that. Um, so you let's go back into you being an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know and. On an everyday, on a daily basis, at work, what mm -hmm. does it mean to be an entrepreneur? And I'm talking about the goods and the bad of being an entrepreneur. Oh, there are many. Um, so, first of all, me being an entrepreneur, huh? Um, most of my time and most of my energy today goes into branders, even though on the side I have other projects that I'm trying to okay. kind of bring to life. Because you don't have enough work, I guess. I do, but <laughs> I am really interested in other things as well. And currently, my big challenge is trying to find ways to actually diversify my mm -hmm. efforts and doing different things. So I'm learning to delegate and I'm learning to empower other people to, to take more on their plates and so forth. But my like, the goods and the bad. Definitely the, the goods are, I love the freedom that comes with entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that I feel I'm in control of my time and, and where my energy is going and my focus. 
I love the fact that I have the power to change everything if mm -hmm. I wanted to. Yes. Um, that it's really all about my own motivation mm -hmm. and my own vision and then translating that vision into like smart, you know, tactics and the way, ways how I work with my team and everything else. And that really, really drives me. The fact that I can walk into our offices tomorrow and just say, you know what, this makes no sense. Why are we doing that? Let's try something different, right? Um, that is really, really inspiring to mm -hmm. me. Um, I love creating, as I was saying at the beginning, I really like building things from scratch. I think that brings me almost more joy than once things are kind of set and running yes. and, you know, um, growing, even though that, that's a different, like, interesting thing as well. Um, so those are definitely, for me, the, the good sides. The good sides also, but I think that's hugely connected to what I'm doing, is just being able to meet all these different clients and businesses, I have a feeling that we learn so much because they're also different and in very different industries and so forth. So sometimes like the, the kind of topics we're discussing at the office is like, I can't believe we're talking about this right now, you know? Um, so I really, really enjoy that. Um, it does come with a lot of downsides. Mm -hmm. Definitely, it's, there is no nine to five. It never stops, it never ends because when you do have ideas and vision, it, it's always like your mind is always going. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it's really challenging yes. to just stop and relax and really understand that sometimes what you need is not more hours, but maybe a bit of rest and reset and so mm -hmm. forth to be more successful. Um, another challenge with entrepreneurship, which I do think a lot of like my fellow entrepreneurs would, would agree with is when you're starting and you're still like a small, um, small business, it's, you do everything. There is no like, you are w meeting amazing client, you're pitching a great idea, then you're cleaning the kitchen because that's also <laughs> what you need to do, right? It's, it's just yes. everything. Then you're writing up an employment contract. So you really need to be constantly wearing all these different hats and just do it. There's also this big element of like, just fake it till you make it. And if you're not comfortable with that, um, I think that can be a big challenge. Mm -hmm. um, also, there is this big element of, yeah, you know, just do things that are challenging that you don't necessarily know. Push yourself through like every limit and go out of your comfort zone every single day. So embrace, embrace the difficulties. 100%. So yeah. I do think those are the, the key challenges. Um, yeah, you also have to be like, you have to be great with interpersonal like relationships, communication and all these things. And for me, it took me quite a while to find that leadership style, find like like good boundaries um, mm -hmm. and everything else with my teams. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so if I listen to you well, you say you have to be a super woman. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I like to think I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, coming back, coming back on one thing that you say, one of, one of the challenges that you have, which is that you need to think about you know your business all the time. Yeah. I, I'm interested. You have a personal private life, mm -hmm. how do you balance between your private life and your professional life, if you can balance? I'm actually not the best person to talk about that, because okay. I, do, I don't <laughs> think I'm the best at balancing it out, though I am trying, and I do understand, like, for me, that's one of the focus areas mm -hmm. that I've been trying to work on. I work um, 
So both of my business partners and branders are one of them is my partner in my life as well. One of them is my very good friend. Mm -hmm. My brother works with me in branders. Okay. So it's this very family type of a business, right? So obviously when we all come home, it's very difficult to switch off and mm -hmm. to just be these random people that talk about their days. Um, I did recognize, I think about like a year ago, that it's really important that I start um, having better balance. Um, so we do try not all be in the office at the same time, especially with family, so that we can kind of, you know, give ourselves this opportunity to come home and talk about the day. Um, I did try to set up more hobbies that are not, that are really bringing me out of the office, like more organized activities so that I'm forced yes. with a schedule to get out there and, yes. and do different things. I also have a really good business coach that gave me <laughs> I, was, I was told <laughs> that gave me a good advice in the sense that sometimes you really have to, I don't know, schedule a lunch out of the office mm -hmm. and just go and do it and, and schedule time with your friends and, and make sure that's all happening. I do try to work less and less on Sundays, so I would just simply build some rules like mm -hmm. into my into my life. And sadly, if it's not rules, then I would just probably never switch off. So right, <laughs> has to be like that. Right, so building building rules has yeah has yeah yeah writing them down, trying to follow, being strict with yourself is important. And is, this, is it how you get things done at work also, like, like building rules? Because I'm talking about yeah. that because what I've seen with uh, fellow entrepreneurs, uh, my clients, mm -hmm. is that they have a lot of difficulties to get things done, to priori prioritize work and, yeah. you know, and just starting and doing the stuff. True, for me, prioritization was a big challenge for a long time um, because there's so much to be done. Um, and just time is limited for everyone, right? So for me, setting the right priorities was a big learning curve. Mm -hmm. I do think I'm getting better at it, and today, for example, I think I'm more able to address um, the tasks that will bring the biggest result first. Uh, whereas before, sometimes I would start with the tasks that were either like sounded urgent or were just more attractive yeah. to tackle, right? The easy stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and then you start understanding that this 80-20 rule, there is some value in that, you know? So now I'm trying to be more mindful of like, uh -huh. what is this one thing that I can do today that will bring the biggest result or make the greatest impact? So that's one of the things I would ask myself every morning, like if I just do one thing, what would be the one thing with, with true impact? Um, that's one. Um, second, I'm learning to delegate and for me that was another challenge. Mm -hmm. um, letting go of control, uh, letting go of the thoughts that only I know how to do something, which mm -hmm. is a complete like bullshit, excuse my French. <laughs> Um, and, and like trusting your team and understanding that you surrounded yourself with strong, talented individuals and that it's important to give them their platform and give them their voice and give them the power to create um, your company together with you. And yes, and make them better than you. Exactly, actually, exactly. So that's the kind of culture we're trying to build at Branders. Um, I do believe we have a great team that is taking responsibility and action, so now I'm really trying to let go of a lot of tasks that previously I was just holding um, for myself. Um, how I get things done, I've also learned, now speaking of team, is that um, 
I have to be very clear with expectations. Mm -hmm. What do I expect from people around me? What do I expect from myself? And how am I communicating that? Is it clear? Is it not? And I did notice such a big difference when I started being very, very straightforward with like, I expect you to do this because it's important and because this would be the result. And um, yeah, I think that brought much better results to all of us. Excellent. I also use like you know different like small tactics like Pomodoro concept and all mm -hmm. these different things. I try to do that. I try not to have my email open you know throughout the day, as difficult as it is, and so forth. So yeah, all these different tricks do actually help. So. All right. And um, what is your biggest success? Huh. I guess now speaking. Um, Speaking about branders, right, which is the reason we were chatting, um, we're still here after five and a half years, uh, bigger and better than ever. Um, so that would probably be business-wise one of my, like, branders was really one of the first, like, real companies I've, I've started. Before there were, like, smaller projects that mm -hmm. already before I understood had, like, a limited time or I, I would partner up with other people that had ideas and I would help them execute on those ideas. So this was really the very first um, venture where I was fully, like, you know, from the first seed of idea to today, like, saw that through, right? And that it's still here in today's form. I find that quite, quite amazing. You know what they say, I, I forgot who said it, maybe Coco Chanel, <laughs> like, that success often comes to people who don't know that failure is even possible, and I do think that I had that mentality when I was starting it. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about like everyone else doing different things in our industry. I didn't even think that it might not succeed. I was just like full on going for it. And yeah, you believed, you believed in it. Yes, fully. It didn't that for a second. It was difficult and was challenging, but I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. I think it's awesome. I think Cambodia needs it, so I'm just going to do it. And that, I think, was... That's one of the greatest successes. And then I also think that the team of people we built, um, it's another thing I'm really proud of, actually. Excellent. Yeah. And so what is, what is, it, what is your dream with Brenders or with your entrepreneur life? What is it that you want to, to achieve? Or, Jim Collins, Collins wrote a book talk about the big hairy audacious goal, which is like mm -hmm. a 25 years, uh, you know, goal. When it comes to branders, um, I want branders to be the best creative agency in Asia. Um, I want when people think I need good design, I need to develop a good brand, I need to localize a good brand. I want branders to be the first company they think about. Um, I want the team of people that I work with to be truly the experts on their, their areas, known for their like, ability to really turn client challenges into these beautiful ideas. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's one of the dreams I, I have. I want to create also a platform where the team at Branders is able to realize other dreams and passions that they've got so we do try to encourage them to work on other projects and try to create different spin-offs and so forth so essentially it would be like a group of different little companies right um, and when it comes to my own entrepreneurship journey i want to actually be the person that successfully develops several brands so i don't want branders to be my only like endeavor 
Um, and yeah, for, for now, the challenge is how to navigate all of that, how mm -hmm. to navigate growth, right, mm -hmm. um, and so forth. But yeah, that's pretty much how I see myself. My big dream would be mm, to just be free in terms of where I live and how I live and just manage all this like bubble of great creative businesses. So yeah. Wow, that's very, very nice. Um, and you know, for our audience today, if you had, you know, some tips or tricks to give to give to your fellow entrepreneurs, what <laughs> would you tell them? Well, what I said before, when you start something, don't even think that failure is an option. On the other hand, if I was doing this again, I would probably apply a tad more of like strategic planning into okay. the beginning of my company. Because I do think there was a big lack of that. Um, don't. Another thing that I was also talking about before. Um, don't listen to all these people saying as long as you find your passion, you'll be fine. Mm. No, please understand that days of like work that it's hard and it's boring and it's like it is what it is is necessary for you to come out like better on the on the other side. Um, another so, like advice I would share, something that helped me, is like surround yourself with network of inspiring people, mentors and so forth, because you have to understand on a daily basis that all these issues that you're having are not only yours, everybody has them, um, everybody goes through like very similar like, you know, curves and paths and so forth. And if you talk about it, it's gonna be so much easier. If you get all these different tips, like on daily basis, everything is gonna be like really, really, really much, much better. Also, find opportunities to just vent. Never vent in front of your team, but do find opportunities yes. to like just yes. you know. Even if you want to. <laughs> even if you want to, don't do it. But do find opportunities to yes. just you know sometimes sit down and be like, this was a difficult day. <laughs> so. All of that is very important, but overall just enjoy. And I think one thing that as entrepreneurs we don't do often enough is celebrate your successes. Mm -hmm. um, it very rarely happens to me that I would sit down and be like, hey, you know what, we've actually come a long way, right? It's very easy to get lost in like the daily struggle and all the operations and everything you're doing and you kind of forget that you've done amazing things and you have to celebrate them yourself with your team with your friends, with your family, it's really important. No matter how small, no matter how insignificant, stop, reflect, celebrate. Words of wisdom. Thank you very <laughs> much for your time today, Clara. How oh, do you feel? You. Thank you for the opportunity. Very well. I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you very much for watching. And if you like our conversation, please subscribe to my podcast and see you later. Bye.